Good day, eh? So I got the craziest、uh, gift the other day. Not entirely crazy, I suppose, but a, a surprising gift, nevertheless. I actually got a few kind of interesting gifts to fill you in on. But I'm up at the garage in behind my place here because、uh, I got a little project going on. And,、uh, well, keep a long story short, I got this beautiful little purple cush plant as a gift. The problem is, though, that it's kind of been pulled away from its family, and oh, it's a little bit like getting a puppy, you know? It's like if you're not prepared for it, it、uh, takes a little bit of getting, you know, a little bit of getting ready. So, and of course, getting it right around the holiday season where everything's closed, yet I'm still, you know, working at the day job, it's been really hard to run out and get all the supplies. As a result, this poor little girl's been hanging out here while I tried to. Keep a little bit of an environment, and,、uh, and it's already budding, right? And worst case scenario, if she,、uh, if she doesn't make it, well, I,、uh, I'll harvest a nice little stash off of it. She's about 18 inches high. So let me go ahead and get you some proper measurements as I'm putzing around here. I have a tape measure, I just brought the dang thing out. Thought I did anyway. Anyhow, <laughs> apparently not. All right, well, anyway, here's the mission i s、uh, <clears throat> to make a little environment for this girl. And see, it's a little bit weird, right? Because, like,、uh, you guys know I publish these articles and stuff, and, and I try to be outspoken and out myself as a cannabis aficionado and enthusiast. And、uh, so, having a grow show is sort of out of the question, right? Not to mention the fact that I don't really have a green thumb. But also, I think it's important for everyone to know how to. Grow their own. And while I've seen plenty of grow shows, and I have a nice little collection of、uh, photos people send me of buds and grow ops and this and that, which I really enjoy, I'm slowly putting up to my Flickr account. If you use Flickr, you should check me out. But anyway, I gotta make it's, it's everyone should be having their own little three plant micro garden. So I'm not really a man of, you know, of like, of, you know, me. It's like I don't really roll with a whole bunch of bread and I don't have like people. Beating down my door to give me a,、uh, one of those cool self contained grow kits. But if anyone's listening, yes, I'll gladly accept one.、I'm、talking about the ones that look like a little low boy dresser or something. And,、uh, but it's like a, looks like a file cabinet from the outside. And,、uh, you know, it's got the fan and it's got the little vegging chamber and the budding chamber. And,、oh, slick city, man. Slick city. But、uh, instead, I am putting together a little kind of emergency environment on a budget. So, I went down after a little bit of chasing around and trying to find a place that was open when I'm not working. Oh, jeez. Cruised down and just caught John's Plant Factory on Hastings. If you're in Vancouver, it's just east of、uh, Boundary in Burnaby, south side of the road. Nope, north side of the road. But、uh, parking around back, which is、uh, nice and discreet. You don't want to be lugging a bunch of. Stuff parking on the street with walking down with 
your buckets of nutrients and such. Anyway, they went down. I went down there, and they really sorted me out. So I got this great little economical setup and uh, for the bare essentials, right, which is basically the light kit. Uh, and then I'm sort of MacGyvering the rest. And uh, the plant's growing in dirt, eh? So that takes away the whole pump and water and that kind of shenanigans, which is handy because I just don't have the bread to go out and buy, like, everything right now. So, uh, um, but I got a... Well, I'll tell you what I got. But first, I'm going to need a beverage and, uh, and to find that tape measure so I can give you some accurate measurements. It's natural fiber. It's natural thing. It's natural fiber. It's natural thing. Well, for the record, it's uh, about three in the afternoon on New Year's Eve 2006. And this plant, from what I can tell, and again, I'm not a horticologist, I'm a, an enthusiastic toker. Uh, this plant's just got a couple weeks at best, right? And in some cases, it could be harvested, people would harvest it probably right now, especially this top cola. And I'm looking at this top cola, and since it's been here in my uh, misguided care, it's underneath uh, like a, one of these incandescent grow-and-show kind of grow bulb that the gift giver brought along as though it would help. Well-intentioned but not really well thought out. Um, the, the edges of the leaves have gotten a little bit crispy and dried out. Oh, jeez. Uh, but I got the light quite a bit above, right? But it's still... The good news is the uh, this bud up top here is thick. Let's see, I'm measuring it up against my thumb. And this top cola, it's, uh, it's dense all the way past the length of a thumb and thicker around than my thumb. And, uh, oh, geez, and it's sticky as all get out too, eh? The resin gland. So this top part is really ripe for the picking. So I think what I'm going to do once I get this little environment cut um, built is cut off this top cola that is about, and I'll try and get some, I'll get some snapshots of this too. That's about just shy of uh, about three and a half inches. Three and a half, uh, yeah, thereabouts. And uh, sorry to, I got this. The only tape measure I have is is Imperial, so uh, you can do your own conversions. But the whole plant overall is um, 17 inches from the dirt to the top of the cola. But anyway. The, the top bud is getting lots of light, but then after that, the, uh, the next little row of them are looking pretty good. A little about half the size, but coming along quite nicely. And uh, for about three rows down, like three little cross sections. But then once it gets down about halfway down the plant, the, 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 the branches are clearly really struggling for light because they've shot out really far. And some of these down here on the bottom are all dried out. Um, because I'm running a, uh, a little bit of a heater. It's not in a garage, too, and I've really done horrible things with this plant. But the, 
uh, they've shot out, sprouted a bunch of new leaves, trying to gather some of this light. So it's just in a few days, it's really started to adapt because I clipped a few of the uh, the leaves off just to try to spread a little bit more sunlight. And I know the leaves gather the light, but uh, just to try and get some down to the bottom there. And so I got a little pile of leaves I've clipped here. But uh, some of these lower branches have really sprung out and already grown some, some new growth, which is uh, surprising considering how unhealthy I've uh, made the top of this plant. Hmm. Okay. But it is New Year's Eve, so I've uh, been enjoying the, the vapi from the get-go this morning. And uh, you ask, how is that different than any other day? And I don't really have an answer for you. But uh, anyway... So, speaking of so uh, speaking of supplies, just sketching in here my uh, reflector, which is very cool. It's kind of got this metal spine, and it's got the attachment uh, farther down on one end because the the light mogul, like the thing that you screw the light into, uh, goes on the other end, so it all sort of balances out. So it's got the uh, piece of steel, the spine. I remember those go uh, like that. And then there's like a little interior reflector spine. So, you know, these, these two big bat wings, or three bat wings rather, uh, that all kind of fashion together. And then this one goes in the middle. So it makes this big overhanging uh, shemizel, shemazel with a light mogul coming in here. Now, the light mogul, it's basically a metal. Uh, project box with an oversized socket coming out of it and uh, then a power cord with the ground of course uh, they sell the little kits and the bits and pieces like this uh, assembled for a couple more bucks down there at John's you can check them out John's with no H plantfactory.com and uh, so I, I trust their skills a lot more than my own at wiring the bits together so for an extra five bucks you know save yourself a little uh, get yourself a little peace of mind okay so there's the light mogul the shade, reflector shade, and of course it's shiny white material. And uh, next, I got all the uh, the nutrients and such in here. Okay, but I'm gonna skip those for a minute. And uh, what goes into the mogul, of course, is the light. And really have uh, two, we'll say two and a half choices for lights, right? Of different kinds of lights. Oh, Jesus is a beauty. Okay, so you got your uh, high-pressure sodiums. And the advantage of that is uh, they're, they're your bud in light, right? They have, you know, you know a little bit about light spectrums. Like there's blues and greens and it moves up to reds and yellows and oranges or whatever. So there's like the cooler light and the hotter light. The high-pressure sodiums give you... The, uh, max out the high range of the, um, the spectrum, right? So that's what you use for flowering, budding, whatever you want to call it. And inside is some kind of crazy gas reaction goes on here, and it's quite a complicated looking unit in there. Like complicated in like a lot of little widgets and wires and connections, but very unchanged from maybe the way that they're making them in 1920. Uh, they're used for street lights and security lights a lot. But this uh, particular when I got the stepped up one, paid a f couple extra bucks to get the better unit because this one has uh, is more of a full spectrum, so it's got the um, the blue light in it as well, right? But it's not one of these conversion bulbs that has both ends of the uh, one of each kind of light. 
the other kind of light, I meant to tell you, uh, the metal halide. And that's stronger on the blue end of the spectrum. So they're used more for uh, really high end, like really fast performance vegging. And you can use them for budding, but the high pressure stoniums just work better for budding. The metal halides work better for vegging. Um, this bulb should do me good for both. Um, it's a 400 watt, actually 430 watts. And, uh, uh, and then the other kind is fluorescence, but you don't really use fluorescence except for uh, vegging. But the fluorescence, like there's stronger and stronger fluorescence now, right? So in some cases, if you have a really small micro garden, right? Like I'm talking just a couple square feet kind of thing to grow a couple plants in, um, in small co- uh, containers. Like even people are co- making them little computer cases and stuff like that. Then you can put in some crazy uh, fluorescence and some reflector stuff and you can get some enough performance. But it really if you're doing it, um, you should do it right and get yourself a proper bulb. The bulbs themselves aren't super expensive. This bulb is kind of like the deluxe one was 35 bucks. The other ones were maybe 20 I think, or $25. Um, I don't know, maybe the upsold me, right? <laughs> and the mogul's not particularly expensive. Um, the shade, something like 25 bucks or something. But what gets you is the ballast. And this is the killer, mysterious part. Because if it wasn't for the ballast, if you could just plug a grow-worthy light into any socket, everyone would be growing, right? What's wrong with that? That would be super, eh? Everyone would have a little garden. Because you'd just go and you'd buy the, the bulb and the thing, you know, the, the, the mogul at uh, Home Depot, and you plug the plug it in. It looks like you can just plug it on in, but you can't because you need this ballast. And it's kind of like the um, the coil on your car, right? Uh, it kind of uh, like the alternator and the coil together. They kind of provide this inert this energy to spark the spark plugs and get everything going. And that's kind of what the ballast is doing for the lights to kind of start this chemical reaction or the spark or whatever, right? Uh, so the ballasts you can they. They they look, they look like uh, Wiley Coyote's uh, um, Al Qaeda bomb or something like that, right? It's all this wound copper and this heavy little battery core of some kind. It looks like and and all these wires and widgets and connections and it looks like some dude just sort of scrambled one of these up in his spare time or something like that, right? And people who have big grow ups, they'll have like a board of these. They'll have a big plywood panel and they'll bolt all you know screw all these ballasts down to this board because they kind of jump and snap when they first. Uh, turn on because they're kind of shocking the uh, uh, you know starting the reaction right or whatever uh, so there but I got one in a case in a metal case so it could kind of sit and hang out by itself with a handle got to open up the side to keep the ventilation going because these things get hot right and there's all these wires and the wires get brittle and once the wire connections are shot then the thing ain't going to work right so you got to keep it cool so keep a fan on it uh, you're going to need fans for everything for growing because every you know stuff gets hot right and plus you got to kind of simulate some wind for your plant right uh so uh so i got the bulb shade ballast and the ballast that you know they're like a buck and a half a eh? like 150 bucks or so uh 110 you can get them just by themselves probably for 70 uh, but it's again it's like how comfortable are you uh putting stuff together and macgyver and stuff and how much time and i'm sort of crunched for time on this and uh Ah, plus they hooked me up with a tasty deal on it, on it all, right? Getting all the package. So um, I also got uh, some nutrients. And now, like part of this gift, like it's, it's great, right? And it's a great little plant, and I'll enjoy hooting it and telling you all about the, the fine, tasty flavors, right? But uh, 
it's pulled away from its family. It sounds like a Disney movie. And, uh, and so I don't know what nutrients it was given. And then I heard, oh, my buddy said, oh, yeah, he said just give it miracle Grow or something. And I'm really uncomfortable with that, not knowing what and how much. And so it's kind of a salvage project. But uh, in explaining that, they recommended uh, the Dutch Master flowering formula. It's a uh, ratio of 4 to 4 to 8. All I know is the middle one is phosphorus. And uh, you add 100 milliliters of Dutch Master 1 per 10 liters of water, then stir. And uh, so really, a lot of the trick of growing good weed, besides nutrients and lights and stuff like that, is keeping all the pH balances right and knowing when, how to kind of read your plants and knowing what kind of nutrients they need, plus keeping your whole environment really clean and sterile so you're not getting spider mites and funguses and molds and stuff like that. So, again, I'm kind of winging this, so I, I'm not taking all the necessary precautions at this point, you know. Instead, I've got to, uh, you know, have a timer and a thermometer, and that's about it, you know. But, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. So, besides the Dutch, Dutch Master 1, i got a bunch of other samples of some, uh, some neat stuff here. The Bud Blaster from Super, Supernatural brand, some uh, purple, some purple powder, man, and... Uh, Bud Blood, Carbo Load, Dr. Hornby's Big Bud. Mmm, Big Bud. Proudly made in Canada, in Abbotsford. So I got a bunch of these little packets of stuff here to experiment with. And uh, some of them, you know, I don't want to confuse this plant too much. So mm, I'm going to have to sort of uh, get a little bit of a strategy together. But I also have some documentation here. And I've been doing some studying uh, about that because, uh, you know... Might as well do it, right? Right, so in here in the lighting mogul is some hardware to attach it to the uh, to the uh, the light shade, and I believe to put the light shade together as well. I think that was the plan. not to lose these here okay yep sure enough there's a little bag of hardware some screws and uh, nuts and bolts it looks like okay put all these here in a tight little stack put the cover on this put the cover back on and then I'm gonna figure out how to put this light shade together I took a snapshot on my crappy camera phone just in case though oh okay Light mogul, set that back aside. Now, let's figure out this reflector. So, you got this spine, and that side's gonna go up, and this side is gonna go like this, and that side is gonna go like that. And there's a third piece to go under the middle, but I seem to have one extra piece. I think it's a bonus piece.
almost got the lighting shade put together here, but it's a little bit tricky, eh? Because there's a whole bunch of little small bits and pieces. Um, and that's cool. I could sort them out and sort of figure out how they go and all that. But, uh, so I got that done. So next goes the lighting mogul goes on to this thing. And now there's still uh, four more little uh, screws and bolts and then two long screws and nuts. Did I say screws and bolts? Nuts and bolts. And then four little sheet metal looking screws. So we'll see which ones go to which. We'll see if I get in a jam. I got their uh, card. The fellow's over there. Nice guys though. The one of them uh, used to work out in Surrey at the music store where I, uh, I think I rented my trombone in seventh grade or something there in uh, Wally. Uh, oops. Okay. Oh, jeez. I'm a bit too clumsy for this. Uh... Well, these Robertsons, they have the little slat across them. So in case you get in a jam, you can MacGyver those ones. That's nice. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to get all crafty here and try and get my uh, fat fingers in there and get this light mogul put on. Ooh, look at that. So we've got a plan B where we've uh, got a Coleman cooler with the white sides here because they don't have any of the white poly. And then uh, we got it up on top of a desk, a light kit, is hanging uh, from the uh, the rafters, so to speak, on some bungee cord, so it's dangling a little bit, but not too bad. And uh, let's move it over a little bit to the left, eh? Um, so trying to get the light kit balanced, because like it's got this little runner on it. Like uh, um, if you're all like uh, super deluxe, you probably have like the right connector pieces and everything for it. But of course, I don't. So MacGyver portion of the program. But suffice to say, this is more than enough light for this one plant. It will be anyway here once we fire it up shortly. And then we brought the whole thing up, putting it on a couple of barbells and a piece of uh, plywood. And the <laughs> This is MacGyver to the max, man. Like the Sanford and Son of uh, Ganja here. But the important thing is, does it work? Which we plan to find out. So in, uh, in mere moments, there will either be a glowing uh, high-pressure sodium bulb. Oh, man, that's, I'm getting interference on the recording from the ballast. The ballast is plugged in. <laughs> and here it goes. Oh, look at that. We're on. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay. So i got to do a little adjusting here to the lamp to kind of get it so it's uh, maximum positioning. And arrange the wires to make sure everything's groovy. Wow. So, uh, you know, it's kind of like this, you know, bluish green light. And uh, I think probably it's going to have to come down a little bit. And there it's getting all this warming up and getting brighter and stuff as it warms up. Oh, makes makes the plant so look so pretty. And you can see the, uh, what's that? The light's changing color. Yeah, it's totally changing colors, man. It's like uh, 
as the chemical reaction happens, right? Because it's like high pressure sodium. And I don't know exactly what that means. But inside the light, there's always like little tubes and wires. And it looks like a science experiment. Oh, look at that. Eh? And all of a sudden, it looks like a beautiful green plant. And we're going to see this perk up here in a hurry. Oh, my God. So the plant, uh, part of it has been sacrificed for the celebration. But uh, really that top uh, cola needed to come off. And now that I've trimmed it all back, it's, uh, I think it's going to, all these, this second layer and third layer buds are all like, so they're like, oh, we must go forward, use all our strength to go forward onto the light. All right, well, I mixed up some nutrients. And it's, again, a little bit confusing because the big bud is like add 0.5 of a gram per liter or 1.5 teaspoons per gallon. So there you have four different measurement kind of parameters, right, to your nutrient solution. This will increase solution parts per million by approximately 300. Okay, that's fascinating, but when you're dealing with a little small scale, you know, a little bit of big bud and a little bit of Dutch masters. You know, this is for, you know, the... Then, uh, most most people are using this in like some kind of hydro ebb and flow system, and where they're mixing in big drums of nutrient solution that they're uh, working through their system, right? But I just have one little soil grown uh, growing plant here that uh, well it doesn't seem to be too dry, that's for sure. So uh, it's under its light. It's I've uh, given it a little shot of beverage there with the nutrients and I'm keeping this stuff here on standby got the fan going and it's on wind mode so that's perfect so it's giving little gusts and such it's changing speed so it's giving the plant a little bit of a nature like experience got the other nutrients here on standby for the next time or you know if you need a little sample of nutrients send me an email and I'll uh, hook you up if it's something compelling and fascinating or you bribe me in some manner or another you know, save yourself 10 bucks. One of these little packets. And I'm going to put up a little bit of a, a shade here just to kind of make it a little less unwieldy when you first come in here for uh, unsuspecting passerbys. And I mean, there's really nothing discreet or stealth about this garden. It just happens to be where I live is in a really super high risk or high traffic area. Because usually the way I've done things here would never be acceptable in uh in a, you know, um, like if you're trying not to be busted in most places, you wouldn't really do uh, do most of the things that I've done here because this is, uh, well, it's not very hidden, to say the least. But uh, I'll probably tune that up a little bit because you don't want to take un unneeded chan unnecessary chances. But uh, the fact of the matter is one plant here in North Van is not, not really a huge deal. But no use inviting trouble. So I'm going to attach uh, a little privacy shroud here because when you first walk into the garage now you're instantly blinded without this. Oh yeah, I was going to tell you about... Oh, I've got to take off my mitts, this little Velcro strap sticking to them. Uh, I'm going to tell you about this other present I got that arrived from Baghdad in Iraq. What's up with this little strap? And that was, uh, well, it came, the customs declaration said it was a Turkish ceramic ornament. But in reality, oh, nice. Cool beans. So uh, in reality, it was, a, it was a hookah purchased at the Baghdad market by Lieutenant Magnum, 
He's there uh, doing some time in the U.S. Navy, doing some reconstruction operations there. And he was kind enough to uh, package me up this thing, and it's, and it's beautiful, right? You know, it's all this kind of enameled kind of style, and, and uh, it's a whole kit to put together. But fortunately, he sent me pictures of how to assemble it, knowing that I'm not the handiest dude. Like, I could write you an essay about the hookah, but to assemble it, whole other story, right? Uh, so and then the hookah, I'll get that put together and let you know how that goes and uh, give it a good, uh, thorough testing. Now, usually in, in uh, I've had a bit of experience with hookahs, right? Both from, uh, we had a big glass hookah at the hockey lounge, and every once in a while when someone was rolling in the dank nugs, they load it up. But, I mean, the thing's a weed vacuum, eh? I mean, it goes through your weed like... Uh, Really fast, you get four people pulling on a big hookah. I remember one night I was, uh, but tripped over it too, and but broke it. But it's uh, not the most user-friendly thing for for weed, but it's a really traditional thing in in uh, some Arabic cultures, right? And they smoke flavored tobacco from it, and they load up the big bowl because they got these big giant bowls, generally, and uh, they load up the bowl with this flavored tobacco, and uh, put a part of me while I'm. Just adjusting this light and putting everything back here to normal in this garage because it's not exactly my garage, you know. And uh, so they uh, they put the flavored tobacco in the big hookah bowl and put a briquette, like a burning briquette on it, smoldering briquette. And uh, and then you sit there and puff away at that. You know, those uh, Muslim folk don't drink their liquor, right? So uh, they kick it there with the tobacco and tea. You go to these little tetaria kind of tea shops, and uh, that's where they kill time and chit-chat amongst themselves and whatever. So it's going to be fun to check it out from a sociological standpoint and just to have to my collection of, of curiosities. When I was in Granada, Spain, which was the old Moorish capital uh, back in the day, I managed to put a little nugget of hash in my hookah better way to enjoy it, I think. But I don't really roll with the, the tobacco. But I do like curious oddities from foreign lands. That's for dang sure. So when the time comes, I figure we'll try out this hookah with, uh, with the dank nugs and see how it goes on some spatial occasion. Perhaps some of those very uh, nuggets that were grown here today will be smoked from that hookah. All right. Well, I'm going to go in and uh, one of these little tiny pieces of bud that I trimmed off the plant, not the big cola, was already pretty dry. And... Uh, the vaporizer doesn't need it to be all that dry anyway, so I think I'm going to take it in there and give some a little try and maybe take some snapshots for you first of all.
you got all the nice little connections. Very simple. It's nothing complicated. It's just a lighting fixture, but it's nice when it comes in a cool little box and stuff, you know.